Dominic, Dominic, you've asked me many a uh, strong political question before. Well, Dominic, as you might guess, I've been asked that a few times before. To those in the press who did their job and did it with professionalism, and even to some of you who are actually kind, where's Dominic? I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows. And I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. The course of the hour, we are taking your telephone calls. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. It's a real simple question this morning. Yes, it's rhetorical in nature. But is this the new New York? Real simple question. Is this the new New York? A construction worker was doused with possible bleach. If that wasn't enough, stabbed twice after... You may have just heard me with Rita Cosby after he rebuffed a panhandler in Times Square. Of course, caught on video. I'll come right back to that. Come right back to that. On video as well, tonight, tonight, an armed carjacking involving an Audi vehicle in Midtown, I believe it was 58th Street, in which the car jacker is driving the Audi apparently up, up the wrong way, and there's another vehicle in the way, and so, of course, what does the car jacker do? Continues driving, and so the vehicle that's that's in front of it the carjacker is literally pushing that vehicle backwards. What I'm trying to say, anyone walking behind either of those vehicles would have been hit and badly hurt. If that's not enough, in the Bronx, White Plains Road, my home borough, a man, apparently there was some type of dispute, and a man opens fire on a bus, on a bus, again this has happened, in the Bronx. Is this the new New York? And I actually feel, I'm going to be completely honest. I actually feel a little bit for the new mayor because, boy, his hands are tied before he starts. Before he starts, he's dealing with an awful situation coming in. And so what what happens? As I said, folks, none of this will get better until stop and frisk returns. Let's go 
Let's go back to the construction worker. I see your phone calls. We're going to get to them in just one second. The construction worker, again, what was his crime? He told a female panhandler, no, he shooed her away and apparently used colorful language and telling her to get away from him. So, because he used colorful language to say, get away from me and stop begging, I'm not giving you my money, she returns with a male, and this construction worker, 41 years of age, he was walking into a CVS in Manhattan, Broadway, near West 40th Street, around 8.30 p.m. Friday. Again, a woman asked him for money. He says no. He uses colorful language in saying no. Sometimes people get sick and tired of people begging them for their money. He comes out of the CVS. When he comes out of the CVS, the woman, the panhandler, confronts him, saying, quote, do you remember what you said to me? I guess she forgot that she asked this man for his money, or perhaps she feels that she had a right to ask this man for his money. She's standing there with a male acquaintance. The man who's with the woman tosses a liquid, possibly bleach, at the man's face. That could have been, that construction worker could have been you. That construction worker could have been me. It could have been any one of us. The victim, the construction worker, falls to the ground as he struggles with the suspect. All on video, of course. The man that's with the panhandler, he then gets down on the ground after throwing the bleach-like substance and stabs the victim twice in the back. The clip shows. He wasn't done yet. Wasn't done yet. He then grabs the construction worker's Samsung tablet, according to police, worth about $340. The victim fled for his safety, and the panhandler and her male friend ran off. As of right now, they have not been arrested. The victim is in stable condition, and of course he later sought treatment for his stab wounds. Is this the new New York? 800 and 2022. 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. I'm going to start this morning in Los Angeles, California. Let's say good morning to David. David, welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. 
Thank you. Always a pleasure. And, Thank you. you know, sadly, everybody is always optimistic. Oh, gee, they'll fix it. Things get bad. Politicians make promises. Nothing happens. It gets worse. Look at the homelessness here in L.A. Always saying they're going to fix it. It keeps getting worse and worse. The, it, it's been paid to become this way. Now, Dominic, here's why I think it's here to stay. When I was eight years old, I used to be able to walk to school. I used to walk to the candy store, walk all around all by myself. Then times change. If an eight-year-old, well, Dominic, you're my age. You'd have to walk around too, probably. Yes. But these days, if you see an eight-year-old walking around the street, oh, my gosh, you call the police and the parents get in trouble. Right. It didn't go back to being safe to walk no matter how much they try to fix the crime. There hey, David, and, David mm-hmm. and you know, in, uh, in the Bronx, when I was about eight years old, you know, we used to be able to go to the store with a quarter, right, and buy a bag of Wise uh, potato chips and a uh, soda, a little drink, all with a quarter. And, and we were safe for the most part. Please continue. So why do people think, that it's going to improve and suddenly become safe. You know who hasn't agreed to this? The thugs and the gangsters with their rap culture that has become fashionable to behave this way. They haven't made a decision they wanted to change. And when you look at the trajectory with what the district attorney Bragg is doing, why does anybody think it's only going to, why, why would anybody think it's going to do anything but get worse? And finally, let's look at this Burger King killer, how he shot her after he had the money. The most senseless shooting in the old days, Dominic, the thug would not want to shoot, so you wouldn't have to take a murder rap. But look what he did. Why? So this is a real, real stubborn, stubborn issue with our society, and there is, I don't believe, there's a solution right now. I can't even believe it. Hey, you know what's what's interesting, David? Before before I go to uh, Brian in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and we have a lot of calls. We're going to get to as many of them as we can. You said something that's so dead on accurate, and that is the hoodlums and the thugs, they haven't decided. They haven't decided. They haven't decided to get in line and do what's right. Like like they have a choice in the matter. Like 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 they, they really should have a choice in the matter. Are you kidding me? Then of course they shouldn't have a choice in the matter. Either you do things the lawful way or you will be dealt with. Period. Period. Thank you, David, uh, for the call. Is this the new New York? Is this the new New York in terms of what's happening? I mentioned I mentioned Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Brian listening on the WABC app. Good morning, Brian. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing well, Brian. Go right ahead. I, I listen to you guys pretty much all day, 24 hours a day. I always have uh, the radio on. There's a couple programs uh, on other stations I go to, but I always come back to 77 WABC. And as an outsider, I I do not – this is going to sound smart aleckly, but I don't mean it as a smart aleck comment. But – You've got multiple politicians who are steering the city of New York into the toilet. You got Bragg. 
you got Adams, you got the city council, and there is so much angst over what's going on. But these people ran for office. They all told you what they were going to do if they got in office. And New York City collectively, not, not you know, the intelligent people, but collectively the population of New York voted these people in. So they have voted to commit suicide. New York's going to die. Wow. Wow. Brian, I, you, you know, the, the only thing I differ with what you said, I really think that Adams wants to do the right thing. I really believe that. If if no other reason than, than his own self-interest as an elected official. But even his hands are tied. Even you his hands what? are tied. And and so you see this as as New York City being forced to commit suicide. I I just I I I hope you're wrong, Brian. I I mean I I know that you even hope that you're wrong. Yeah, because I I mean who who wants to see a, a great iconic American city die? Absolutely, it's Absolutely. the way they're going, and and New York's just going to be the first. LA's going to follow, and several others. Um, it. You know, it's the writing's on the wall. They voted for it, and there's going to be a hey, lot of pain. Hey, Brian, in New York City. I, I, I thank you uh, for the call. The writing is just not only on the wall. It's in full script, in bold capital letters in terms of what's going on. Dominic Carter with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are going to take a break. The question I've asked is real simple. Is this the new New York, a construction worker, possibly bleach thrown in his face, stabbed twice by by a, a panhandler's friend, uh, an armed carjacking tonight, an Audi snatched, uh, driven up the wrong block, uh, a shooting on a Bronx bus? Is this the new New York? Dominic Carter here with you. We'll be right back. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. But I'll be hood forever. I'm the new Sinatra. And since I made it here, I can make it anywhere. Yeah, they love me everywhere. I used to cop in Harlem. All of my Dominican. I'm waiting for the chorus here. Once the chorus hits, we'll continue with the program. Catch me in the kitchen like a Simmons whipping pastry. Cruising down A Street. All white legs. Okay, taking the chorus. Too long. New York Stop. That's the point. Dominic back with you folks. Uh, 12.20 in the a.m. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Is this the new New York? It, it, something has to give, folks. Something has something has to give. It has to give. I've, I've made this point repeatedly. I can bring the perspective of history for at least the last 40 years. So David Dinkins, the New York Post headline. Dave, do something. He goes to Albany, gets the money, safe streets, safe cities, gets the money for the cops. Dinkins leaves office, 
And here comes New York's new U.S. Attorney, Mayor Rudy Giuliani. No nonsense, no nonsense, no nonsense. The city of New York was cleaned up. Bloomberg continues it. Then we get Social Experiment (laughs) USA with Bill de Blasio. And now... Poor Eric Adams is holding the bag, left holding the bag, and he's now the mayor of New York City. And whatever crime-fighting initiatives he plans to get underway, they can't start soon enough. We are taking your telephone calls. Is this the new New York in terms of what we are dealing with? Let's go to Astoria. April is listening on the radio. Good morning, April. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, good morning, Dominic. Good morning. I think good morning. I hope it is good morning. We don't know when you put on the radio, when you wake up later in the morning, what happened while you were in bed sleeping. You you can say that again, April. But go ahead, please. Right. I want to say that um, I moved from, uh, like, Amityville, Long Island in 1982 into Astoria, Queens. I loved it because there were buses and trains. I liked to walk and shop and, mm-hmm. you know, the vibe of the city. And I never thought of what I had to watch out for. There were people always around. And it, it was the crime. I didn't see the crime. And it wasn't the same. Now, that horrible murder that happened at Burger King, two days before that murder, I happened to be uptown at 116th and Lexington. There's a beauty supply store. So and you I were was right there. My you were right there where it happened at. You were right there yes. near the Burger King. Yes. And the thing is, now, you know, I can tell the city's not the same. Before I leave the house, I don't take my handbag with me. I put everything in my pockets, a coat with pockets, and I wear sneakers. And I don't have a bag anymore. And I say, um, this is intentional. In case I have to run fast, I can't have a bag that I'm going to drop, and I can't be, you know, a target with a bag. And I don't know, the only way this is going to get cleared up, the, the, the bad element the bad people on the street, the criminals, they have to know they're not going to get away with it. If they don't think that they're going to be caught, they should have undercover everywhere so that the word will get around. You can't do this because the guy who looks like an everyday Joe or the woman, they're police officers. That would scare them. That's the only thing that will work. That's the only thing, April. And you know what? I'm I'm, I'm saddened uh, that you are forced to wear sneakers and and you're forced to leave your purse at home because these are the necessities for survival in 2022. That's exactly. And when you're on the train, when I sit in the cars, I say, well, you have to sit here because there's an extra car that you can run into if something happens. You can't sit on the an attract car. You know, I, I don't like these doors that are closed now. They say it's for our safety. But if anything goes wrong in a car, you're stuck in the car with the crazy person. Yes. You can't yes. go from car to car to car. And, and you know, you know, April, I used to, as a reporter, uh, one of the fastest ways in the past for me to get around the city was simply to jump on the subway. 
because you can, as you know, you can hit traffic in New York. Uh, you can be driving fine, and then boom, you make one turn, and you're sitting in bumper to bumper traffic. But but when you jump on the subway, when I when I had to get the federal court or wherever I may have to go covering the federal courts, I could jump on the A train. I could park in Harlem, uh, take the A train down the Chambers, walk a couple of blocks over, and I'm there. But yeah. but being honest with you. Who wants to get on the train now and and there's a, a homeless person mumbling in the same car and it may be more than one. And 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 the attitude that you will get from them is that you're on their turf, not the other way around. Not the other way around, not the public's turf, but you're on their turf. Do, April, I thank you, you know, for the call. Home, go ahead, go ahead. Dominic, do you know coming home that same day when the train was two stops from the last stop at Mars Boulevard where I get off, all of a sudden we're, sit, we're at the train stop and someone got into one of the cabins and was speaking. And the man said, blah, 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 he starts saying things and no one knew. And then the people on the train started looking at each other like, uh-oh, someone's in, someone's taking over the speaker. And I heard the conductor say, we're going to have cops at the last stop. And no cop was there. This man got away with it. Whoever it was, I was hoping to see some cops at the last stop to get this man. But right. no, he, was, he got away with it. Oh, well, April, I, I thank you for I, it. It is scary. And um, it's just not supposed to uh, be this way. But we are looking at there's no other way to say this, folks. We are looking at urban decay. We are looking at what Mayor de Blasio thought was the right thing to do, what he thought was the right thing to do. And in this case now, we are all left holding the bag. He's gone from office. He's sitting somewhere, he being de Blasio and his wife, he's trying to plot out running for governor. It's not going to work. The best thing you can do, Mr. Mayor, the former mayor, is go back to Park Slope, live your life, Go to the gym every day. Go go drink your coffee at the cafe that you like going to and be a New Yorker because that's as good as it gets for you. And enjoy the police detail that you have. It goes for a couple of months after you leave office. Enjoy that, Mr. Mayor. And that's it. End of story. Let's go to uh, Michael. Michael's listening on the radio in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, this is going to continue. This is the new New York. As far as the people, in a way, this is good. You know why? Because once the people realize that the police are afraid to do anything, nothing is going to happen, you go and you get yourself a gun. And you go to target practice, you practice shooting, and we'll walk around like the Old West. But Somebody Michael, messes but, with but you. Michael. But well, Michael, Shoot you can't you, you, you can't do that. You know why, Michael? You know why you can't do that? Because for law-abiding citizens, if you carry a gun in the city of New York, right, I can assure you that the system will make an example out of you. And the homeless person is not going to jail. The criminal is not going to jail. But the the person that's trying to protect themselves, they will go to jail. I can assure you. They so won't go to jail because they got to catch you first. Don't stick around. Do like the criminals. Run. Hmm. 
Well, I, I, I thank you for your call, Michael. From New Jersey, let's go to Staten Island. Let's say good morning to Pete. Pete is listening uh, via Alexa. Good morning, Pete. Welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Good morning, Dominic. Uh, your last caller with carrying a gun. I don't really advise that unless you know how to use it. And then Good again, you'll be committing a point. crime. Good point. You'll be committing a crime. You'll be just as bad as the person that's trying to rob you. There's things to do to be safe. Now, when I worked construction and when I was a stagehand, I used to tra- we travel in pairs. When we went to the store, we, the one or two guys went out because they knew in construction that we had money on us because we were paying a decent wage and plus a lot of cash jobs. So the thing, we would go with one or two guys to the stores, and that's when things were normal. Now, it's not normal, so you've got to be more protective. I say don't go anywhere without a group. We'll go for lunch, go for coffee, you know, be together, because hey, in Pete, numbers, uh, is power. Pete, are, are you yeah. sensing what's wrong with this accurate scenario that you are describing? Are you sensing what's wrong with this? Well, they're emptying out the prisons. Like right, well, but, but, he, but here's what's wrong with this accurate scenario that you are describing. And that is, we are modifying our behavior, not the other way around. The criminals should be modifying their behavior. But yet, it, it's us. Something is wrong. I mean, and this is why, this is why, Pete, this is exactly why. I'm not going to get on my progressive kick tonight, but this is why I feel that progressive mayors has been one, and district attorneys, has been one of the worst things ever to happen. I don't, I, I, w- I would like somebody to give me a call and tell me one progressive, one, just one, just one. That's been very successful and in public office. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Is this the new New York? Is this the new New York? Construction worker. His crime is to say no to a panhandler. She returns with the mail. The mail throws a liquid in his face, which may be bleach. The man falls to the ground. And the male uh, uh, that's with the female panhandler gets on the ground and stabs the man twice. Because he may have used colorful language to tell the panhandler, get away from me. Let's go to uh, our friend Hudson in the Bronx on the WABC app. Good morning, Hudson. And what's on your mind this morning? Uh, good morning, Dom. So, um, not that it matters too much to you guys, but I love you to death. So please don't take this the wrong way. Um, okay. I, I remember the old New York. Um, I got scars from the old New York. I was stabbed. My wife had a gun held to her head when we were younger. I'm sorry um, to hear that. That's all right. It's just the way that it was. I'm not that much younger than you. Now, I know that you used to be a reporter. And again, please don't take this the wrong way. It seems like you're playing both sides because when you come out and you say, and you know how much I love it, but when you come out and you say, uh, poor Eric Adams was handed this, and you come out and say, 
uh, you know what? I like what he's saying. I like what he's saying. And I understand that. Okay, okay. well, wait. Well, Hudson, let, let's just go one at a time. I don't have a problem with you disagreeing with me. Um, so let, let's, let's, let's look at this together, you and I, before I take a commercial break here. Okay. Was, and I want you to honestly answer this. I will. Was, was Adams handed an ideal situation? Absolutely not. Okay, he came after an awful mayor, a fellow Democrat, that he can't criticize because that won't sit well with the party, especially if Adams is looking for for higher office. Adams has got the crime problem. Adams promises to crack down on crime. And then the district attorney blindsides him or whatever term you want to use, and the district attorney says, no, 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 we're not doing that. So so, so how am I, we, we, point by point, how am I talking yeah. out of both sides as it relates to, to that situation? Okay, so, and again, I'm not, I'm not comparing you to anyone else on this radio station. I love everyone on this radio station. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to Bo today, and Bo was ripping, and when I say ripping apart the DA, I'm talking about I thought that his head was going to explode. And I'm not saying that you have to give the same type of anger. I'm not saying, you know, you guys are both from New York. But the thing is, you're not a reporter anymore. You know, you have a platform now where what you say, I'm sure that Eric Adams will get a report every single morning about what you say. What you say. I agree with you. I, 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 Hudson, I, I agree with you, but you have to understand, man, I've been doing this for 40 years. I don't talk just for the sake of talking. I know what I'm talking about when I say something. And that's not to knock against anybody else. But but when when I make a comment on this radio show, I I am telling you something that you can take to the bank. But please continue. Okay, thank you. And so I I, I guess to my point because it does mean as much to me as it as it does to you. And and I'll, I'll get a sidetrack just for one second. My wife just got repositioned back in the city. We are petrified. We're petrified. I'm, I'm out here trying to think about what to get her. I got her one of these pull alarms to make noise. She already has a knife. Wow. We're, 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 like we're looking to see if the cases are not. Anyway, to my point, and I, I do understand you have to go to commercial break, is, and again, I can't tell you how to do your job. I mean, Tom, I, I love you. I love Reed. I love Frank. It's just, you know, I don't know. Eric Adams, why is he not coming out? Why are you not more angry that he's not coming out and screaming about this DA? What the DA is okay, doing? Because and what, Hudson, and what okay. Now, now I, I've been saying I've been saying this for a week, Hudson. Hudson, you, Eric Adams is only the second black mayor of New York City. Mr. Alvin Bragg is the first black district attorney. It would be career suicide for Eric Adams to go to war with the first black district attorney. He can't do it. So what do you do? And just please follow what I'm saying. Follow what I'm saying here. What does Adams do in this situation? You play good cop, bad cop. Meaning Adams is the good guy for right now. This could change. But Adams is the good guy for right now. And you let your police commissioner be the bad guy. And so the police commissioner, she's the one that has denounced Bragg. She's the one that has met with him. And Eric Adams, for right now, has to stay above the fray. That's modern-day politics. 
He can't just jump out the window and go after the district attorney. It may come to that. I doubt it. But he cannot do it. it. You may want him to do it, but that would be career suicide as a politician. And you know, so, Tom, Hudson, you, I go, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 that's okay. And and you you've been in the in the political game a lot longer than anybody I know, and I'm not in it. So, well, I, no, 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 no. Hey, listen, we're we're all entitled to our opinion. I thank you for your call. Um, remember, we had Mr. Bragg up here and did the uh, d- debate among all the Democrats uh, running for district attorney. And, and one of the things that, that I, that I wish I could do over, okay, here's something that I really wish that I could do over. Right. So there's one woman that calls up and she says, Dominic, you know, you weren't fair to my candidate for district attorney. You never gave him any time. Right. So we had eight candidates on stage, eight qualified for matching funds and met the criteria in terms of uh, fundraising, standing in the polls. You had eight Democrats running on stage at the debate that we did at WABC that I moderated for Manhattan uh, District Attorney. What I regret now is that if we had only had four or three then during that hour and a half debate, I would have had much more time to press Mr. Bragg. But in the course of a debate and fairness rules, we've got to be fair. And just so that you folks understand, when you see me standing in, I'm moderating the debate. I've been doing this a long time. There are producers literally counting the time that each candidate has talked adding this up in real time, talking to me in my ear, and you can't hear this, but because I've got to make sure that each candidate, for the most part, gets the same amount of time. So one of my regrets is that if if there were fewer candidates, fewer candidates for Manhattan District Attorney, I would have been able to focus more on Mr. Bragg. As I said, as I've said, I didn't think he was going to win. I thought that uh, that uh, Tolly Weinstein or or Liz Crotty were going, and they were both law and order candidates. But but Mr. Bragg knew something that I didn't know. He knew what his position that it would energize his base to turn out, and he won the election. I've got to take a break, but I I'm going to take uh, Drew uh, from White Plains listening on the WABC app. Good morning, Drew. Uh, uh, hit, hit your point. Tell me what you have to say here. Good morning, Dominic. And I'm drinking seltzer before you ask me what's in the water. Um, I actually agree with you tonight, man. It's, it's, it's getting to a point where in these, even, you know, me, like I said, at commercial real estate, people don't even want to come to New York City at this point. And it's got to the point where me and my partner made a decision yesterday. We got this chain, um, big chain, coming from out of state. We're sending them to Smith Haven Mall in Suffolk County just because of all the mess going on in New York City because I don't want to put them in the city and then we wind up getting burned, something happens to them, and they just neglect the business because, you know, then that's money out of my pocket. And I usually don't even talk like this, but it's the truth. It, you know, and as far as um, 
Adams, you know, I do feel like it's high hopes for him. But I got to agree with Hudson a little bit, Dominic. You are talking out both sides of your mouth when it comes to him. And the reason why I say that is Adams plays the progressive games when it works for him. You know, when he said the other day he hired his brother because the white Okay, okay. So, wait, Drew, so so Drew, wait, 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 hold on. What would you have Adams do? Um, that's not about what he does. It's about what he says. No, no, and no, no, no. But what? But what I'm asking you? What I'm asking you is, what would you have him do? The man has been mayor for for what twelve days. What would you have him do? I'm not talking. I'm not talking about what he's been doing as mayor. First off, I think he should do away with that private sector mandate. That's really pissed a lot of businesses off. I personally feel like he should do away with that. For two. I think he should have stuck to his guns about the non-citizen voting. He was flip-flopping on that. For three, um, you know I'm very progressive when it comes to black rights. But, Dominic, you can't tell Democrats, stop playing the race card. But then when Adams plays the race card, you're silent on it. Because then that gives progressives a door to say, well, you know what? If the mayor of New York said white supremacy is an issue, that we're going to make it the biggest issue, too. You hired your brother, and you should have just said, I wanted my brother because I feel like he's qualified. You know, don't play the race card when it's convenient for you, but then act like you're against progressives. And progressives' whole point is race baiting. I, I can't agree right. with I, that. I, I, I hear you, Drew, and, and, and on that point, you're right. As far as the 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 claiming the – I've got to move on, but I, I thank you for the call. Claiming the white supremacist line was a boneheaded move. It, it was just not wise. It was just not wise. Uh, you know, lots of things, folks, can happen. I'm not making excuses for Adams. Lots of things can happen in a live interview. Trust me when I tell you. You know, you want to think that everybody's on their best at all. It was just a boneheaded move. Period. Period. And and the mayor lost some credibility by claiming the white supremacist line. Just And you don't even have to say white supremacist. Just say that the mayor of New York is a target, which is true. The mayor of New York is a target for possible terrorism, which is true. But... To say white supremacists in the city of New York is almost like me saying I have a pink poodle that's going to walk down the street with me. It just doesn't exist. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Marano and the other side of midnight. It is time for a break. We'll have more of your telephone calls when we return. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. So one of the issues I wanted to get to this morning, but we're going to have to put on the shelf until tomorrow, is talk of Hillary Clinton 2024. Could we be looking at a repeat of 2016? But we're going to save that. We're going to save that for tomorrow. We're going to stay, considering the interest that's there by you folks, on is this the new New York, what we are dealing with. Let's go right back to the telephones. Let's uh, go to uh, Mary Beth in Huntington, Long Island, listening on the radio. Good morning, Mary Beth. Good morning to you, Dominic. And um, 
I have to tell you, I lived in Manhattan after college for several years, never wanted to live anywhere else. And then I got tired of it, and I moved back to Long Island, where I'm from originally. Okay. And I always, always love to go back into the city, meet friends, go out for dinner, go to Uh the theater, go to Uh games. Uh, Since this pandemic began, I have not set foot back in New York City, and I have no desire to. And that saddens me in many ways. But listening to a lot of your callers, look at Drew as a businessman trying to put a client into a mall area, I think he said, on Long Island, rather than have the client go into Manhattan. April, who moved from Long Island into the city because she loved the energy. And now, in a sense, it's it doesn't feel safe for her. Hudson and his wife, who have to think about, you know, protecting themselves when they go out into the streets. This is sad, but this could be the temporary new New York. Or if people don't get a handle on this crime, yeah, this could be the new New York. And it's very, very scary. Well, you know, you know what, Mary Beth, I should point out, and I wanted to go in detail with this, but we don't have much time. Curtis Lewa, who you hear here on WABC, and uh, Andrew Giuliani, they have put together a petition uh, as it relates to the uh, Manhattan District Attorney. New York doesn't have a recall like California, but they want to change the system. And right now what they're doing, it may be symbolic, but because it would require the state legislature to be on board. It would require a public referendum. It's a long process uh, if the governor of New York does not get involved. But that's that's something that I'm going to be talking about in the days ahead with Curtis Lewa and Andrew uh, Giuliani are focusing on. I thank you for the call, Mary Beth. And you, you're, you're right. You are correct. Because what Hudson said uh, really touches my heart that his wife is going to work back uh, in the city and he's trying to find things, you know, that she may be able to carry to protect herself. This is real. This is New York 2022. Bottom line, bottom line. Let's see what Maria in Brooklyn and, and in just a minute, a minute or so, a couple of minutes, Frank Morano's going to join me. He'll be taking your telephone calls with me up until the top of the hour. Maria in Brooklyn listening on the radio. Good morning. And what's on your mind? Um, good morning. Uh, first, I want to take a moment to thank you. I hear it in your voice, the energy, the caring for our city. But uh, yes. I was telling the screener the reason I'm calling is, I'm going to be a bit cynical. I don't want to hear all the lamenting that is going on today. They keep voting for this. This is what New York City, Manhattan specially wanted. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Because we were here on this radio and in all other outlets. We were trying to tell everybody what what the, this liberal, uh, progressive, that's the new word. It's liberalism. Democratic liberalism, what what it was all about, and and they and they came and they voted Eric Adams unanimously over over Curtis. Let me tell you something. I don't believe a word this this new mayor. He's law and order. He's bringing it back. He's talking out of both orifices. 
because you know what? He's talking one thing, but he's already aligning himself in a way with this new DA, and he's also aligning with that city council with that new law that they're going to allow non-U.S. citizens to vote. But he doesn't care because he's already looking at being president. He has two weeks on the job here in New York City as mayor, but he's already talking that he wants to be the next president. Are you kidding me? They enjoy it. New Yorkers should enjoy this, Dominic. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I don't know how I don't know how you enjoy this, Maria. I I, I thank you uh, for the call. You raised some very valid points about voting, and it's a point that I try and make to people as well. You know, if you just vote for one party down the line, what is that party offering you? You've got to vote per candidate who represents your best interests. Let's uh, go to Sherry in uh, Brooklyn. Good morning, Sherry. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I feel so so sorry for you because I not sorry, but I commiserate with you because I know how empathetic you are and how upset you are by this whole situation. Anyway, uh, this has been New York City. However, you can call it. It's a uh, remake of the movie New Jack City. Hmm. Okay, and, hey, and you, you, also- you, you know, you know what, Sherry? I, I don't, I don't think it's that bad, but, but no, you no, never let, know let, what let, can let happen. Me, That's an interesting point you're making. Let me, let me just finish my thought here. Okay, uh, this all started with De Blasio, who touted himself as the most progressive mayor in the country. Right. So for eight years, this has happened. So the carjackings were going on. So to New Jack City, you have the carjackings. You have property being jacked. You have people being jacked. You have and being done by people who are probably jacked up because he opened up his uh, shooting galleries. Yes, yes. Okay. okay. So I mean, and the people in Manhattan who voted for this—I mean, they're all liberals. And there's an old joke that you know what a conservative is, right? It's a liberal who got mugged. Right, right, right. Well, uh, well, I I thank you for the call. Um... When I said I didn't think it was New Jack City, I'm referring to the apartment complex that they took over and sold right, drugs. Right. I'm, I'm just saying, like, New Jack is everything getting jacked and people right, are jacked right. up. And, and... Yeah, yeah, I, I hear you, Sherry. I, I hear you, and I, I thank you for the call. I want to bring in my uh, colleague, Frank Morano, the other side of Midnight. Good morning to you, Frank. Good morning, Dominic. A terrific show, as always. It is well, great to talk to you. you. Thank you. What do you have coming up this morning? Well, we have a little bit of an unusual show because usually I'll have uh, one, two, at most three guests. We actually have maybe the most guests we've ever had in a single show. We have four guests, but it just worked out that way. There's a lot of interesting people that uh, I'm eager to talk to. Following up on the subject that you've been on for most of the hour, I'm going to talk with uh, Andrew Giuliani. He's been very vocally opposed to Alvin Bragg's policies. I'll find out why. Additionally, he actually intervened in stopping a woman from being assaulted. So we're going to get an update on that investigation, find out if they've caught this guy or not. He's also done a press conference with Curtis Lewa urging that New York State bring back recall so that DAs like Alvin Bragg can be removed. So we're going to talk about that, plus the shocking, uh, somewhat shocking news of Harry Wilson potentially entering the governor's race. Will he pick Drew from White Plains as his running mate? Nobody knows, (laughs) but we're going to find out. Uh, We have the AC report as we do every Thursday. We're going to talk with terrific journalist David Danzis and uh, another fine journalist, Michael Tracy, is going to join me. We're going to talk January 6th. We're going to talk Russia and Ukraine. And why have we heard so little about the past credibility problems of Andrew Cuomo's accusers? And are those credibility 
problems a factor in these DAs deciding not to pursue charges against the former governor. We're going to get into that. And believe it or not, the UFO disclosure movement actually has a lobbyist. We're going to talk to him, Stephen Bassett, in the two o'clock hour. So if people have questions, they can call in as well. And we're going to uh, uh, start with a subject that you alluded to, the Wall Street Journal op-ed by Doug Schoen and uh, Andrew Stein urging that uh, Hillary Clinton run for president in 2024. Could we be seeing a running uh, a rematch of 2016? We'll see. One of the things I love about you, Frank Morano, is you don't shy away from uh, controversial topics. And so I'm going to be listening uh, intently, more intently uh, this morning, um, listening to, to all of the segments. I guess I'll sleep in the morning. Let's let let's get to as many calls as we can before the top of the hour. Let's start with Anthony in Brooklyn listening on the radio. Anthony, you're talking to Frank Morano and Dominic Carter. Go right ahead. Hi, gentlemen. I just want to add two things. When you're traveling on the subway, one, try not to ever sit near the door because somebody can reach in with a knife and cut your face and get away with it. They're on the platform. And two, Always, always carry pepper spray because that could be your best friend in an assault. You, you know what, Anthony? Um, you, you, the first point, you are correct. Um, and the yeah. kids, the young kids used to play a knockout game where people that sat by the door, once the door yeah. opened, they hit you and then take off running and you got to go to the emergency room. But the problem right. with the pepper spray is that it's illegal. So, so what do you do then? Uh, I, well, it depends on the site. I know. Look, you, you got to try to defend yourself any way you can, you know? I mean, if anything, if you use the pepper spray, don't hang around and wait for the police. Just do what you got to do and get out of there. Well, I thank you for the call. Let's stay in Brooklyn, Frank Morano. Let's go to our friend Audrey. Good morning, Audrey. You're talking to Frank and Good Dominic. Good morning, Frank and Dominic. First of all, if anybody's going to run for president, I'll take you two guys. But number one, <laughs> seems like everybody's pathetically paranoid. If you don't want to live in the city, go. We survive. Crime is off the chain all of a sudden. Seems to me like somebody's getting paid to just do these crimes because they're stupid crimes. It doesn't make sense, but it's going to get better, okay? And um, I just I disagree with the pepper spray. I was sitting there saying, really? So he's saying, do something illegal and it's okay. Don't do anything. Just um, just check out your surroundings and, you know, just live. If you don't like the city, bye. See you. Go to Rockland well, County. Audrey, I, I thank you very much. I wish I had time to respond to that, but it's time for me to pass the mantle. I'd be honored to be your running mate, Dominic. No, I'll, I'll, I'll be your running mate. You can be on top of the ticket. I'll, I'll be uh, number two. Folks, it's been great being with you. Keep it right there. Coming up right now, Frank Morano, The Other Side of Midnight, Talk Radio 77, WABC. <laughs> 